all of us. Everyone at the state's academic medical center. All working together to deliver complete care now and for generations to come. All over the state, including hospital and clinic locations from the Delta to the Gulf Coast. All for one reason, you. The University of Mississippi Medical Center. All for your health. From MPB Think Radio, this is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens, where we discuss issues involving your children as they're growing up. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. So excited to ring in 2019, and with that comes all the New Year's resolutions and goals that we have set for ourselves in this new year. So today we're going to be talking about resolutions and practical goals that you can have for you and your family to have a happy and healthy 2019. We want to hear from you. Tell us about your resolutions this year or from years past and and how you kept up with those resolutions. So give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. It's 2019, and I know we're all excited to ring in the new year. And with that, a lot of us have come up with our own New Year's resolutions for 2019. So today we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions and practical goals that you can have for you and your family so that you can have a happy and healthy 2019. We want to hear from you, so give us a call. Tell us about your resolutions this year, what you plan to do for you and your family this year, or maybe some resolutions from years past and how you kept those resolutions because we all know that can be super hard to do. Give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. So 2019 is here now. And um, with that, I know lots of us are have goals set for the year, um, New Year's resolutions. Sometimes a lot of people scoff at the idea of New Year's resolutions. Um, I'm not a big New Year's resolution person with necessarily coming up with a specific thing that I want to do for the year. But I think all of us do have goals for ourselves for the year, you know, things that we want to achieve or um, accomplish in the upcoming year, both for yourself and for your family. Um, I think all of us definitely want a, a happy and healthy year, and we wish that on each on ourselves and for our families. And so, with that, you know, maybe not necessarily a resolution per se, or something that you say like, "I have to lose weight," or "I'm going to find a new job this year," or "This year, I'm actually going to go on that vacation that I've always wanted to go on." But just overall, try to be a better person for yourself and for your family uh, for the year. And so for that, you know, we were going to talk about that today 
um, I have some tips that I've put together, but I would love to hear from you. Um, so give us a call and let us know some of your resolutions that you have for the year or maybe some that you've had past years where you found you've been successful because um, it's not always easy to keep up with these goals and to keep up with these resolutions. First and foremost, the resolutions are hard to do. Um, it's really hard to set a goal for yourself and to say, uh, you know, this is what I, I'm, I want to do for the year and this is what I'm going to do. It's really hard to keep up with that when you have a, a lofty goal of a year. So one thing I encourage you to do is maybe just set a goal for a month. You know, say, I'm going to do this for the next month and um, once you see the results of that and you see how it makes you feel better, whether that be getting out and exercising or eating healthy, whether it's spending more time with your family and you have the joys from that, spending time with your family, it's a lot easier to set a goal again after that. So I've done this for a month. Hey, I really liked this. I'm going to do this for another two months. That's going to be my next goal or another six months. And then eventually, the more you do it, the easier it is going to become and the more it's going to become a habit. So set small goals for yourself. You know, it's okay to have those goals to be for the whole year, but sometimes it's a little bit harder to do. So I would encourage you maybe to just consider doing it on a short-term basis um, and see how it goes from there. Looks like we have a caller. So we'll go next to our caller. We've got Chinny and Madison. Go ahead. Hi, how are you doing this morning? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. And... Uh, let me tell about my resolution for this year. Usually every year I try to make a resolution by the 31st of December or something, and I um, get rid of that goal by the first week or ma- maximum by the first month um, itself. So this year what I plan that I'm going to set daily goals. So every single morning I wake up, I... <laughs> This is what I'm planning to do now, and I have, I have been doing it for the last three days. That morning I get up, I make a list of to-do things, and I try to finish by the end of the day. So in that way, if any day I fail, I will not have any regret. I can just start over the next morning. So that's how I am planning for this year. Oh yeah, I think that's a great that's a great resolution having your to do list and it always you always feel so much better when you're able to check things off your to do list too and it keeps you organized and it's it's nice like you said that you're just going to keep that every single day so that you make sure you accomplish your goals each and every single day. Yes, for every long term goal, we need to do something every day to reach that goal. We cannot just make a goal that by the end of the year I lose 30 pounds and I will not do anything till six months. So I think the daily goal is more effective than a long-term goal. Yeah. So let's see. Fingers crossed. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. Trying to set a goal for the whole year can be really hard. So like you said, mm-hmm. doing daily goals or short-term goals, that always has more success. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your call, and good luck with your New Year's resolutions this year. And we appreciate you calling in. And wish you a very happy New Year. Yes, you too. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.
We're talking today about New Year's resolutions and goals that you would have for both you and your family for the year. Um, We'd love to hear any of your questions or comments and share your resolutions with us. So give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Morgan, let me ask you real fast. Something interesting in that last call, she mentioned that she'd like to make a list and check things off. My wife is a list checker. Uh, it's, it helps her function. Uh, so there's always a lot of lists. I get lists assigned to me too, whether I want them or not. I'm not a list checker per se. So let me ask you, for a person who is not a list checker per se, um, doing New Year's resolutions, in your, and if you're not a person who necessarily practices that daily Hmm, discipline may be the word. How does a person go about doing that? It's kind of like that cold turkey type of situation. Some people can do that, and a lot of people can try and be maybe good for a week or a couple of weeks. But the first time some obstacle gets in the way and tackles you, you kind of, you know, you lose sight of what you were trying to do, and then you never go back again. Right, right. Or you follow the shiny thing on the wall. That's what I do most of the time. Yeah, well, I would start with a small goal, like, you know, just maybe one thing. Instead of, you know, a lot of times I think, which is not a bad thing, but we get a little overzealous and we come up with this huge list, you know, not just a simple short list of a couple of things that we can accomplish. So, you know, instead of coming up with this big to-do list or big plan that we're going to do with several different things. I would just pick one or two things. And, you know, you can modify it throughout the year. You can add on to it. Um, But start with a short list. I think that would be the first thing I would do, especially if you're not a list and task doer. Um, You know, try to start with just a couple of things that you pick. You know, I have a few tips here, like just one thing you can do is just pick you know, I'm going to only drink water during the daytime, you know, cut out sodas, let that be the just one thing that you do for the first month, you know, or come up with um, something like I'm going to only eat fast food one time because healthy is usually everybody's number one thing in the to do list for the year. So, you know, every day I'm going to drink water, and I'm not going to drink any sodas for a month. And then after a month, you know, you can go forward from there how you want to do it Um, with regards to like lists and things like that you know for different tasks you can do trying to set a time I would make sure you try to have a list of a few things that you could do like where you could change your day so just like one or two things I'm going to put my computer away at such and such time so that I can make sure that I spend certain amount of time with my family you know we all tend to bring our work home and I know I use my computer a lot for work so setting the time like at 630 I'm putting my computer down and the rest is that the uh, rest of that time is with my family so I would just say make sure that you only do a couple of things in your list because if you start out with a big list even if it is just daily tasks that still can be very overwhelming for everybody looks like we have another caller we've got Virginia she's in Lake Village Arkansas go ahead Virginia much for doing this uh, resolution thing. Uh, my goal is going to be to do a therapeutic yoga pose for five minutes a day and try to clear my head of my thoughts and just focus on breathing deeply. And if I do get a bunch of thoughts in my head, I'll to be gentle with myself and to be patient. I think that's a great resolution. You know, trying to set that's 
One thing I always tell parents is that in order to take care of your family, you have to take care of yourself first. And so I think that is a great resolution to have is to set aside a certain time to whatever you want to do, breathe, exercise, meditate, just that few little bit of times, like you said, to just kind of focus all that energy and to focus on yourself for a little bit. I think that is a wonderful resolution. Yes. And the hard part is there always seems to be something more important. So I think the goal is to just be consistent and make it a habit and just set and just set aside everything and just do it because it's only five minutes. Yes, I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect, especially for people that are so busy with your job, um, with your family, just setting, a t- setting aside that time, even if it is five minutes, like you said. I think that's a wonderful idea to have. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Virginia, and good luck to you as you try to accomplish that for the next year. I hope that you're able to keep that up because I think that is a wonderful plan. We're talking today about New Year's resolutions, and we've had some wonderful suggestions for some resolutions, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and what uh, your goals are going to be for the new year in 2019, or maybe some other resolutions that you've done in the past and how you stuck to those and some encouragement for everybody out there listening today. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 or you can send us an email at kids at mpbonline.org. We'll be back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Well, 2019 is here. We're only three days into the new year. And now is the time to set goals for yourself and for your family for the new year to have a happy and healthy 2019. We've had a couple of great callers give us some suggestions on their resolutions. We'd love to hear any resolutions that you have for this year or maybe some that you've had in years past and how you kept up with those resolutions because that's always the hardest part. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always send us an email as well at kids at mpbonline.org. So we've had some great calls about how to accomplish your you know, New Year's resolutions. One lady suggested maybe starting every single day with just a small to-do list of certain things so that you don't get so overwhelmed and each day you reset. Um, another caller recommended taking some time for yourself and doing a little, even if it is just five minutes. I think that is a wonderful suggestion. Um, you know, like I said, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of your family. So, you know, make sure that you do set aside that time. If you're not happy and healthy, it's hard for your family to be happy and healthy for the new year. So I would encourage you to make sure that you set resolutions not only for your 
family, but also for yourself. One thing for 2019, I think pretty much all of us have goals, uh, you know, to make everybody have a better year, uh, you know, develop new memories and closeness uh, with their family. And so a few ways we can do that is, you know, try to set a certain night out of the week that you're going to all sit down at the dinner table and eat dinner together. You know, it's really hard to do it seven nights a week. It's really hard to do it five nights out of the week, especially as your kids are getting older and you have different obligations and practices and school, homework, and all the different things that come with the busyness and craziness of life. But if you can just pick at least one night that you're going to sit together as a family, let your kids know this is going to be our family dinner night so that they don't make plans Uh, Try to pick it on a night where, you know, you know that everybody will be there. So it's not during a basketball practice or a football practice or a choir practice or whatever it may be that um, keeps your kids so busy. But set aside that one night where you can say, we're going to eat dinner together. And not necessarily eating dinner together in the den sitting on the couch, watching a TV show together. You know, really, we want you to be sitting at the dinner table, cut off all TVs, turn away, turn off your phones or put your phones away, and just spend time together, talk to each other. You know, this is, we always talk in here how important it is to have open communication with your kids, especially during those teenage years where communication is uh a hard thing to do with their teenagers. But if you go in and establish that communication and your kids know that you're there and you're engaged, they're going to want to talk to you and that's going to continue. It may trickle a little bit in the teenage years, um, as it always happens. But, you know, if you have that open line of communication and your child knows that you're there, that's only going to continue throughout the rest of their life. So I would encourage you to try to try to focus on that. Try to focus on at least finding a night that you can all sit together down as a family and you can eat dinner together. You know, it's not one of the quotes I saw is building bonds is not accomplished in moments. I mean, is accomplished in moments and not hours. So it's not necessarily you have to do this every single night. You have to spend all this amount of time. As long as you're getting those moments and those special bonding moments with your children, that's what's most important. Um, Another thing to do as a family besides the dinners, which I think are a great idea, is to also maybe try to set aside a night Maybe not every week because sometimes that can be hard to do, but set a night at least once every couple of weeks or once a month that you and your family are going to have a family night. And that could be not necessarily the family dinner. We want it to be something a little bit different, but you could do something like we're going to go bowling on this such and such night, or um, we're going to go skating, we're going to play games at the house, you know, something that maybe you wouldn't have to have expenses. Everybody has lots of board games usually, but you don't necessarily even have to have a board game. You could play charades. You could play all kinds of different things with your family, but just something where you can bond and have fun with your family. You can laugh together. Again, we're just trying to create more opportunities for communication with your children. If your kids are open to communication, the earlier, the better, because that will continue throughout as they grow up. 
We're talking today about New Year's resolutions and how to have a happy and healthy 2019 for both yourself and your family. So we'd love to hear any of your resolutions that you may have or any goals that you have set for your family for the next year coming up in 2019. Um, Or maybe you have some past resolutions that you have really seen some improvement in your life and in your family life, and you want to share those with us. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. A couple of other, like, simple things that you can do, and this kind of sounds crazy when I say this, But if you really think about it, sometimes in the hustle and bustle of things, we forget to even do this. But say hello to your kids in the morning. You know, tell them good morning. Make sure you tell them you love them or tell them goodbye, especially our teenagers, maybe not so much our little kids, um, because, you know, at your kids, you're having to fix them breakfast, help them get dressed, get them out the door for school. But as our kids get older and they're able to take care of themselves, Um, You know, especially once they start driving, uh, you may not necessarily see them much in the morning time. Same thing with your spouse. You know, if your spouse is you're busy or on the run and it's just a hey, bye, they're gone or not even sometimes not even that. It's just a wave as you walk out the door. So try to make a concerted effort to at least take a few seconds out of your day in the morning to stop what you're doing and to give a hug, say good morning, tell, tell them you love them, whether that be your kid, your spouse, whoever that is in the house with you. Same thing when they come home, you know, a simple of how was your day? Sometimes we forget just something as simple as that um, because we just get going through our routine. It's homework, it's dinner, it's getting ready for bed, and you kind of lose that. So try to remember to say hello in the morning. Make sure you say goodbye instead of just a wave. Ask someone how their day is doing. Again, that's letting them know you care, whether that be your child, your spouse, and we're creating that open communication. Another one that I think a lot of us probably have plans for, for both yourself and your family, is to do better with our technology and digital and devices and all that comes along with that. You know, technology is a wonderful thing. Um, It allows us to communicate more than we ever could um, with FaceTime and text messaging. Um, It also allows us ample opportunities to expand our knowledge. But with that, you know, definitely comes some pitfalls. Um, Kids are exposed to a lot more than they used to. Um, whether that be for the good or bad. Uh, there's a lot more bullying now, I feel like, especially with this with the cyberbullying. Um, you know, bullying doesn't just happen at school now. It happens even once the kids go home with the Internet and social media and different platforms like that. Um, so there's lots of good things. There's lots of bad things. All, you know, everything is good as long as we have limits on them. So, you know, use this new year, especially as school starting back for a lot of people. Um, Some people are going back today, and I think a lot of people, most people are going back next week. But try to set in this new spring semester that's coming up. You can kind of start afresh, start new with some, get some limits for your digital and for your devices. You know, kids really only need about two hours of screen time each day, really, And that includes TV, that includes computers, that includes tablets, phones, everything, you know, two hours total. 
And we really don't want children under two having any screen time at all is what the AAP recommends. Um, So, yeah, trying to limit both your kids and yourself. You know, we as adults, when we're on our phone so much, we aren't engaged. We aren't um, talking to our kids. Instead, we're looking on our phones and we're playing on our phones. You know, I don't know if you have an Apple out there and you have the new update, you probably get the message every week with how much time you've spent on your phone. And um, it can be a very humbling experience when you get that text message every week. Um, the first time that happened, I was appalled at the the fact that I spent that much time on my phone. And granted, you know, it includes reading emails and everything like that, too, on your phone. But still, we spend way too much time on our phones and our tablets and our computers. Put your devices down. Spend time with your family. Talk to your kids. Talk to your spouse. Talk to, you know, call your grandparents. Do what you need to do to spend time with family and friends and not with your dev- hook to your devices. And like I said, set limits for your kids, too. You know, they don't they don't need to have those Apple, uh, those iPhones and their Android phones and their tablets and everything like that in their hands 24-7. Get them outside. Put some limits in those screen times. We're talking today about New Year's resolutions, and we'd love to hear any of your resolutions that you have coming up for the year 2019 for both your family and for yourself, um, or maybe some past resolutions that you've had. We'd love to hear anything that you, um, if you have any advice for everyone as we start this new year off. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. Well, a new year is here. It's 2019. We're only three days into the year. So plenty of time to come up with those New Year's resolutions or goals that you may have for you and your family for this upcoming year. Um, I know we all want to have a happy and healthy 2019. So we want to hear from you. Tell us what your resolutions are going to be this year or goals that you have for you and your family Um, Maybe you have some past resolutions that you had success with and share those experiences with us as well. Give us a call at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always send us an email as well at kids at mpbonline.org. So it looks like we have a caller. We've got Giorgio. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, I'm driving on the Natchez Trace. I hope uh, I won't be interrupted. Uh, but um, it's very simple. Uh, I'm one of the I'm a physician myself, and I think that a good resolution for everybody would be to redimension 
ourselves and uh, seek uh, happiness. Happiness comes for sure, not from money. Happiness comes from us in ourselves in the context in, in which we live. Uh, don't think that we are the most important thing in our life, but we are just part, one little part of this big society. Otherwise, we'll never take care of the society as a whole, and but we only focus on ourselves. And for sure, this society is focused on money and uh, fame, and instead uh, we need to reach happiness just trying to be better ourselves than I think we're losing you, Giorgio, but thank you for your call. I think that is, that's a great goal to have, you know, setting, um, just trying to find happiness for yourself, you know, whether that be however that is for you, spending time with your family, spending time with your friends, going on that trip that you've always said you were going to go on, but you never did. Um, or like our, one of our callers said earlier today, finding that five minutes out of your day to just kind of take a break and relax for even if it is only five minutes to kind of recenter yourself and find that happiness for yourself. Um, I think that's a great goal to have, you know, laugh more. That's one thing that I always try to tell people to just try to loosen up a little bit. It's, it's really hard to get consumed and overwhelmed with work and money and finances. And I've got to pay the bills. I've got to, you know, do this. I've got to do that just to kind of sit back and, and loosen up a little bit and laugh a little bit, which is um, a lot easier said than done. I know I'm very guilty of that myself. Um, but like you said, find that happiness, loosen up, laugh, smile, spend time with your friends and family, whatever it is that makes you happy. Try not to be too consumed with everything else that's going on in the world, which is a lot easier said than done. But we appreciate your call. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. Um, So another goal that everybody has seems to have for the new year is getting healthy. Um, I went to the gym yesterday and it was packed. Uh, Not a, I know we did, I do a class and there was not an open treadmill in the class. So um, everybody's trying to get healthy this year and which is great. I hope everybody can do that and you are encouraged to do that. Um, And don't get discouraged because that's a hard one to keep up with. It's definitely not an easy one. Um, So I would, a few tips to try to get healthy for the year um, and to try to get your kids active and healthy as well for the year is a few things. So try to get out and exercise together. You know, it's hard for you to preach to your kids to have a happy and healthy and active lifestyle if you're not doing it yourself. So try to get out there together with the kids. Uh, Go for a walk as a family. You know, if you have a dog or if your neighbor has a dog or if your grandmother has a dog, that's an easy way to get your kids outside and exercising. Um, playing basketball, you know, put up a basketball goal in the driveway. Everybody, you know, can shoot a basketball, move around, play around. Um, And so it's an easy, quick, fun way to get your heart rate up, stay active, get that cardio in, but also spend time with your family. Riding bikes is another thing. Um, You know, you got to make sure that you have a safe place for your children to ride bikes and helmets to ride bikes. But it's a great opportunity to get out with your kids and enjoy the fresh air of the outdoors um, and spend time with your family together. 
There's some other like workout videos and different things that you can do like on YouTube or if your kid has like Xbox or what all the video games. I'm I'm not very familiar with the video games, but I do know that there's lots of different programs out there that you can download um, and different video games where you can do some different workouts and it would be fun to do it with your family. You know, we talked just a few minutes ago about being happy and that's something, you know, laughing is a big thing and nothing will make you laugh harder than trying to do dance videos with your family and with your parents. Um, so getting out there with your kids, trying to get that heart rate up, you know, we, our goal would be at least 30 minutes of cardio for the day, trying to get that heart rate up for five days a week. Um, ideally you would be closer to 60 minutes, but that's can be more difficult to do. So set a goal for 30 minutes a day, Um, You know, five days a week is also a lofty goal, but, you know, you could try to start out with for the first few months, I'm going to do 30 minutes a day, two days a week. And then after a couple of months, you can bump it up to three days a week. And then after a few months, you can bump it up to five days a week so that you're not setting that goal too high because it's really hard to get into it, especially if you haven't been exercising much to all of a sudden go to five days a week can be pretty hard. Another thing to remember about getting your heart rate up and getting that cardio in is it doesn't all have to be at once. You know, you can do it for 15 minutes here, take a little bit of a break, do it again for 15 minutes later in the day. Uh, The goal is just to have a total of at least 30 to 60 minutes of increase in that heart rate a day. Some other goal things that I encourage you to do is maybe try to find something to do together with your kids. You know, uh, a 5K maybe, which is can be somewhat of a lofty goal. It's three miles, and it's not something that you're probably going to be able to do in one month, especially if you haven't been exercising, but that's okay. You'll get there eventually. And if you set a goal as a family, that's something that you can work towards together. There's all kinds of apps and things out there where you can, you know, tells you a little plans that you can do to help you get out there and run your 5k Um, and they usually last a few months so it's not something that can be accomplished um, overnight but if you have a goal and you're working together towards it it's a lot easier to accomplish that goal Um, it's if you've ever done anything like that it's really hard to do by yourself it's much easier to do if you have that encouragement from everyone else so I would encourage you to maybe try to find something not necessarily a 5k it could be anything but some kind of goal that you set for you and your family that y'all can work towards together um, that also encompasses getting the exercise and getting out there and being active We're talking today about New Year's resolutions, um, different goals that we have for our family and for ourselves over the next year in 2019. We'd love to hear any of your resolutions that you have for this year, how you plan to keep up with those resolutions, because that is always very difficult to do. Or maybe some past resolutions that you've had that you had some success with. Please give us a call and share those with us at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Another part of getting healthy is healthy eating, which is um, a hard thing to do. Uh, you know, especially after these past couple of months with the holidays, it's it's hard to get back into it. We kind of all let ourselves go a little bit, and that's okay um, as long as we can get back on the tra- on the right track. 
So a few things that you can try to do to help encourage healthy eating for both you and your family, you know, set little goals like we talked about earlier. Say, I'm only going to drink water. I'm going to cut out sodas for at least two weeks. And then after two weeks, maybe you could extend that goal to at least a month or at least three months. You know, breaking it up into little bitty things, uh, shorter goals, it will be a lot easier to accomplish those goals. So trying to drink more water, cutting out sodas. For little kids, cutting out juice. You know, juice has a ton of sugar in it. Um, and it's a lot of people also say, you know, it's all natural. But even that still has a fair amount of sugar in it for our kids. So we really want to try to cut out juice, cut out sodas, and try to drink, focus more on drinking more water, which we all can do a better job of. Um, another thing is trying to limit fast food. You know, I know... Uh, with our busy lifestyle, sometimes that's just the easiest option. When you've been at work all day and then you've been running around picking up kids and taking them to different activities and doing homework and all the different things that come along with the craziness of life, uh, sometimes it's just easier to drive through a fast food place. Uh, but if you could try to plan ahead and try to, you know, get some crock pot meals together or um, if you are going to pick a fast food place, maybe try not to pick the ones that always have fried chicken and French fries. Maybe find a few healthier options for your family. Um, you know, try to just set a goal. And it it may be that you're still going to have to go to the drive through at least once a week, and that's fine, but that's better than three or four times. And so you should consider that an accomplishment if you're able to do that. Try to cook with your family, too. That's another good thing that we always try to encourage you to do. Um, kids are more likely to eat the food if they help you prepare it, especially vegetables, which can be very hard to get your kid to eat. So trying to get your kids to cook with you, that will hopefully help them um, be more interested in eating the healthier, healthier options that you have. Eating breakfast, that's one thing that I feel like um, I have to talk to kids about all the time, especially our teenagers in clinic. Nobody likes to eat breakfast. Uh, they would rather sleep in a little bit longer and just head out straight out the door. But breakfast is so important. Um, it helps get your body ready for the day. It helps start up that metabolism that you have for the rest of the day. And it's good for our kids, for their brains. You know, as they're going to school, they need that fuel to help their brains function and for them to learn. So try to start that, you know, if you're one of those ones that mornings are crazy and you just really sometimes don't have time for breakfast and you may just kind of eat it on the go, maybe try to set a goal of, okay, this is what we're going to try to do for the next month. We're going to try to set at least five to 10 minutes apart where we can try to get a little bit of breakfast in so that you can fuel your kids' minds. You can fuel your mind um, with the breakfast and get that metabolism started for the day. Getting a lot of sleep. That's another important thing, which um, I am very guilty of not getting my night's rest. Um, but it is so important to get sleep. And I try, it's one thing that I do try to work on is um, to be better about getting sleep because I'm not very good at that. But kids need sleep even more than the adults need sleep. You know, kids need a sleep routine. They like to have a routine, even though um, if you have toddlers out there, you know that they would make you think otherwise uh, because they try to fight sleep like crazy and your routine. But kids crave a routine in general, and sleep is very important. So, um, you know, trying to have them own a schedule, keeping that same routine of this is when they wake up, this is when they nap, this is when we go to bed, having that 
regular routine makes your kid more comfortable and hopefully will help have a better bedtime routine. We know that if they aren't sleeping that long term, there's lots of different studies that have shown that there are links to lack of sleep, to high blood pressure, to obesity, um, to our kids having trouble concentrating in school and behavior problems at school. So sleep is super, super important. You know, most kids, especially our younger kids, are going to need probably somewhere between between 10 to 14 hours of sleep on average, just depends. Um, And as they get a little bit older, starting around like ages six, seven, maybe not as much, maybe just more like nine to 12 hours of sleep, but they still require a lot of sleep. Whereas adults, usually seven to nine hours, we can do the trick. Kids need more. So always make sure that you keep that in mind when you're trying to get your kids in a bedtime routine. As much as they hate it, you know, try to remember why you're doing this because it is for their good. We're talking about New Year's resolutions and how to stay happy and healthy in 2019. We'd love to hear any of your resolutions that you may have for the year or maybe some past resolutions that you've had that have worked for you. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 We'd love to hear from you. We have a few more minutes before the show ends, and so please give us a call and tell us about your resolutions for the year. We'll be back after the break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. This is Southern Remedy Kids and Teens on MPB Think Radio. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod, Assistant Professor of Pediatrics and Internal Medicine at UMMC. We're talking today about New Year's resolutions for the new year in 2019 and how to have a happy and healthy 2019 for both you and your family. We'd love to hear from you. We have a few minutes left, so give us a call and share your New Year's resolutions for this year in 2019 or, or some past resolutions that have worked out for you. Um, share with us at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can always send us an email as well at kids at mpbonline.org. So we were talking before the break about healthy ways. So staying active, um, getting some exercise, eating healthy, getting plenty of sleep, drinking lots of water. Um, another part of being healthy is just some simple things, making sure you're teaching your kids to wash their hands when they, you know, especially during this cold and flea season. Brushing teeth. Now's the time to think about, okay, when was the last time I had a checkup? When was the last time my children had checkups with both their doctors and with their dentists? You know, have to, it's a great time to kind of reassess, think through everything for your wellness. So not only eating healthy and exercising, which are super important, but also routine care, such as your teeth and your health, your blood pressure, all of the different things that the doctor would screen for. 
you know, it's really hard to keep up with being healthy. So I would encourage you to maybe, you know, we talked about setting a goal together as a family, but you can always do that too with your friends. Find an accountability partner or maybe try to get a group of people together um, where you can work on these and you can encourage each other, you know, have set up um, some kind of email chain or group text or something that you can always link in and send messages to encourage each other, check in and see how you're progressing with your healthy eating and with getting active and getting your good night's sleep and everything like that. Another thing I want to encourage you is uh, read with your kids. You know, that's one thing that we kind of don't think about. We we do that as they're little. You know, it's usually part of your bedtime routine is to read with your kids. But make sure you continue reading with them as they get older. It's very important. As kids get older, especially, you know, around fourth, fifth grade, you may not be sitting and reading a bedtime story with them, but you can read chapter books together. Or if they don't want to read together, maybe you can consider you read the book and your child read the book, and then you meet and discuss what you read. Um, reading is so important for your kids. Um, and you reading if you if your child sees you reading instead of turning on the TV TV show, they're going to be more likely to read. Um, my sister is a kindergarten teacher, and she actually shared this statistic with me uh, the other day. But if you if your child reads twenty minutes a day, that means over a year they'll be exposed to one point eight million different words. And so, just think how much you can expand their vocabulary and their knowledge. Um, and it's proven too that they're testing most of those kids that read at least twenty minutes a day are scoring close to the ninetieth percentile for their standardized testing. So reading is super, super important. Um, Another thing I want to encourage you to do is one of our callers talked about, you know, in life, uh, we get so bogged down in the the money and the things that we have, you know, not necessarily thinking of others and being happy and focusing on material things that we do. So I would encourage you to try to Get your kids interested in volunteering and giving back. You know, we, we kind of talked about this some, too, with the holidays was the perfect time for that. But don't don't let that fade now that the holidays are over and the new year's starting. Keep that keep that up. If you took your kids, um, if you got bought uh, pre- holiday presents for others, you know, or maybe you took them down to a soup kitchen to volunteer, try to keep that up. Don't just let that ho- the holidays be the only time that you do that. You know, kids, when they give and they volunteer back, um, it creates it creates them and prepares them, you know, to thrive in the future because they see the difference that they can make and they gain a kind of a sense of purpose and they understand that there's more to this world than just themselves, which uh, a lot of times kids can get easily sidetracked with all the, you know, different material things. And so getting out, getting your kid out there to volunteer and help others, that is always a wonderful thing. And that will build happy, healthy, happy people, as our caller said earlier, you know, try not to get too bogged down in the material side of things. Um, you know, we're trying to make this world a better place and help the next generation. So getting them out there to volunteer and to give back is a great way to start. So I would encourage you to find some different opportunities for your kids and for yourself um, so that you can give back and create a, a better and happy world for everyone. We did have an email kind of off the subject of the New Year's resolutions, but I wanted to get to it. Um, But we had somebody uh, send an email that they couldn't call because they were driving, but they wanted to ask about this bruise that they've had on their leg. It started around 
let's see, when she say? It's been there since Halloween and hasn't gone away. It looks like it's barely improved. It's still tender to touch. What can I do to help help this heal? It occurred when they fell down a flight of stairs. So um, any non-healing wounds or any non-healing anything really, but particularly a wound or an area in your skin that you feel like that's been there for a long time, I would encourage you to get that checked out. Um, If you're on aspirin or a blood thinner medication, that can definitely slow down wound healing time. Um, especially for bruises. Sometimes those take a little bit longer to heal. But again, if it's something that's not healing, I definitely think it needs to be checked out. Anytime anything on your skin or in your mouth does not heal up, it always needs to be looked at and make sure that it's nothing else going on. You know, Um, it's probably just a bruise and it's probably just taking a little bit longer time to heal. But we also want to make sure that there's nothing else going on. There are a few um, rashes in particular that can be where you're talking about just on your on your shin um so it would be a good thing to go and talk to your doctor about that and get that looked at um as far as helping it heal you know just routine skincare moisturizers are always a good thing too to help with the healing process and to prevent scarring um a lot of people like vitamin e oil but just any kind of moisturizer in general is what you need to help you prevent scarring and healing of wounds Uh, We're talking today about New Year's resolutions. We've got just a few more minutes, but give us a call if you can and share your resolution with us at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. A few more practical tips for the new year, um, talking about safety, which uh, the the ladies before us in the car show were talking about the Nebraska pass the laws, which the AAP has actually been recommending for a couple of years now. But making sure kids are rear-facing in the back seat till, until they're at least two years old. So um, most of the car seats now are rear-facing up to almost 40 pounds. So, you know, a lot of times people will say, well, they're too big for it. They're too big for their car seat. But make sure when you're buying your car seat or if your child is buying a car seat for your grandchild that you make, a, you know, make sure that they look to make that the weight goes up so that you can keep them rear-facing until they're two. Um, And talk to your pediatrician about when your kid can move to a booster seat and when they can come out of a booster seat. I usually say we do not want them out of a booster seat until they can sit in the car and the seatbelt hits them properly like it would hit grown adults, Um, which a lot of times is until they're about seven, eight, nine, something like that, depending on the size of your child. So talk to your, make sure you talk to your pediatrician about when it's safe for your kid to move out of their car seat and into a booster and then out of the booster. We want to make sure everybody's always wearing their seatbelts when they're in the car as well. Another thing that I want to encourage you to do, especially if you have young kids, is maybe consider getting trained in CPR. Um, That's something that's easy and is widely available. Um, You would would be surprised at how many places where you can learn CPR training. I learned it years and years ago when I was actually training for babysitting. Um, So there's lots of opportunities, but CPR, just learning CPR can save so many lives and prevent um, so many tragedies. So I would encourage you to consider that. Google where you maybe could get CPR training if that's something that you're interested in. 
This has been Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. It's a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and Think Radio and is funded in part by a grant from the University of Mississippi Medical Center and generous support from listeners like you. Today's show was engineered by Jay White. I'm Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us next Thursday at 11 for Southern Remedy Kids and Teens. And stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now coming up next on MPV Think Radio. We'll be right back. 